Hello, and welcome to Parentel. This is a solo episode. It's been a while. I honestly, was my last solo episode really my breast reduction episode? That's crazy to me because that was in like, I don't know, January? Who knows? Time is a joke, as I've said (laughs) many times on this podcast. So this is going to be, it's going to be a shorter one because it's just me talking to myself. So I mean, I mean, let's be honest, I can sit here and talk to myself for a long time. But I know you guys have things to do. So it's going to be a shorter one. And um, this episode is actually the result of me just being fed up with the stereotypes and just like super out of pocket assumptions that seem to consistently be thrown my way um, ever since I've become a parent. So as usual, and thanks really to this community and talking to everyone who listens, I know I'm most likely not alone in this. I feel like there. I have yet to speak on a thought or a feeling or an issue or a struggle and have people be like, nope, you're weird. We've never heard of that. If this is your first time listening, this is a podcast all about being honest. Um, I'm a very honest person. So of course, I'm approaching my my approach, my pregnancy with honesty. I approach my postpartum with honesty and I approach my parenthood with a lot of honesty. I believe that just being real is the only way that we're going to combat a lot of these stereotypes and assumptions that are constantly being thrown uh, in mom's faces, dad's faces, uh, parents in general. I really have been confronted, especially just in the last like three weeks, with a lot of just assumptions thrown at me about what my life is like now because I'm a parent. And we all know what happens when you assume. I'm here to tell you that um, both times, every single time that someone has kind of just like thrown a snarky comment in there or just like a weird assumption at me because I'm a mom now, they've been wrong. So first of all, let's talk about assumptions. When we assume things of people, anyone, we are not actually thinking about them and their life we're actually just projecting our fears of our inner, you know, like our inner monologue, our inner thoughts. We're actually just projecting onto that person. When I'm met with this assumption that, or this narrative that, you know, quote, once you have kids, your life is over. I'm like, I mean, nope, actually, my life is not, I don't want to say like just beginning because that's lame and corny, but my life has brand new meaning. And in my opinion, it has taken on a whole new better meaning. Like I've leveled up in life. Um, You know, like I have moved on to just the next level. And that's what I wanted for myself. And that's what I'm doing. So actually, my life is not over. Yeah, being a parent is really, really hard, all consuming 24 seven, doesn't matter if you're a quote, working parent, because we're all working parents. It doesn't matter if you are a quote, stay at home parent, no matter what type of parent you are, it is work. It is never ending 24 seven, 365, even in your sleep, because it wakes you up from your sleep, right? At least me, at least I do. So 
it's just these narratives like that that honestly really piss me off. Because that's part of the problem. That's part of the reason why, you know, like everyone assumes that moms look a certain way. Moms dress a certain way. Moms, and you know, I'm going to be talking a lot about moms because I am a mom. I'm not a dad, so I can't speak to dads. And we all know in general that stereotypes are forced so much more aggressively onto moms than dads anyway. I think often people project their fear onto parents without even bothering to ask or investigate if that stereotype is true. And therein lies the problem. It's perfectly okay to be scared of having kids and be scared that your life will be, quote, over. Because that's, you know, like, that's the jokes. Those are the jokes that we hear in society. Those That's what everyone says. Oh, well, you're never going to sleep again. Oh, well, you'll... You'll never be able to travel again. Traveling with kids is a nightmare. It's not a vacation. It's a trip. And yeah, there's truth to all of those things. But to say that someone's life is over because they chose to have a child is very bizarre to me and just extremely toxic. It's okay to be on the fence about whether or not you want children. It's okay to not want children at all. It's not okay to push people into boxes that they never asked to be in in the first place just because you can't relate to them. Lead with curiosity instead of judgment. Thanks, Brene Brown. The question I ask every guest, how has being a parent changed you as a person? It's not a bad question. It's not like a, oh, your life is over now, so tell me all the ways that it's terrible. No, it's a good question. It is giving someone, and myself included, every single time I ask, the time to reflect on the positive changes that you have experienced since becoming a parent. I don't think, you know, in almost, this is what, episode 75? So in almost 100 episodes... I don't think I've ever once had a parent say having a child ruined their life, having a child ended their life. It's the exact opposite. People have listed the wonderful, strong, beautiful qualities that have emerged as a result of being a parent. You know, aside from the exhaustion, obviously, aside from the birth trauma, aside from the postpartum anxiety, aside from the postpartum depression, And that's the thing. That's where we're caught in the middle. You can feel absolutely exhausted and burnt out and love your child with all your heart and soul and be in awe of this amazing little human being. You can be both. Stop thinking that parents are only one thing because we're both. Mom is not my only name, my only identity. I am Kayla and a mom. I have thoughts, interests, passions, and hobbies that have nothing to do with my kid's nap time or his favorite Disney movie, which right now, by the way, is Coco. But for some reason, many people don't want to acknowledge that. And I find that so puzzling. How come after my body works physically and mentally harder than it has ever had to, to grow and house an entire human being, not to mention a whole new and temporary organ. Shout out to the placenta. Why am I expected to look, act, sound, think, behave in a certain way? Why is it an insult to be told you look like a mom? 
or to be wished a happy Mother's Day by a stranger who thinks you're a mom? Why does someone think they're giving me a compliment when they tell me that I don't even, quote, look like I've had a baby? Motherhood is not a costume. It's not a peanut butter and jelly where if you add more than the listed ingredients, you've, quote, messed it up. There's not just one look to motherhood. And if there was, let me tell you, it's not a frumpy one, okay? Becoming a mom has transformed my life in ways I never, ever thought possible. Don't fence me in. Don't fence us in. Leave your assumptions at home. I'm a human being. I am allowed to grow and change and ebb and flow. That's what I expect of myself. So why do so many people expect differently of parents and moms specifically? I had someone, (laughs) you guys, I can't. I had someone, a very close person to me, who actually I got so, (laughs) like, I mean, shout out to them because They're a large reason why this episode's happening right now because I got so just insulted and also really hurt um, after this brief conversation with them that I decided to take some notes, write things down, and do a solo episode for the first time in a long time. And what this person said to me, well, I guess they didn't explicitly say this, but they assumed with their comments, that my TV is filled with nothing but children's shows. So why would I be up to date on the latest episodes of XYZ show? Because I have a kid, right? So that just automatically means I am living under a rock, I guess, permanently, that I have no idea what's going on in the pop culture world or in any other realm because my TV screen is filled with Coco Melon and Dora the Explorer. And I politely corrected the person. I said, actually, no. (laughs) Being a mom doesn't mean that I don't know anything anymore or I can't contribute to conversations that aren't solely about my child or about parenting or about toddlerhood. I can still exist in this world as Kayla, as a human being, separate from my mom identity. But a lot of us don't want to believe that. And I guess that's just my question. Why? What is it about being a parent, being a mom, being a dad that supposedly makes it impossible for us to have a conversation about anything other than their kid, my kid? Why? And I think the next time I am so lovingly greeted with an assumption that is so wrong, so toxic to the quest that I'm on to normalize motherhood and parenthood, I think next time I might just ask, what makes you say that? What does that mean? Can you explain that to me? Because I don't think that person would have an answer. 
I genuinely think that if someone says some really outdated, stupid stereotype or assumption to me, such as, oh, oh my gosh, well, I guess you just won't be going on any vacations anytime soon, right? I think I might just stop. And instead of right away, which is my instinct, instead of right away just politely correcting, I think I might just dive a little deeper and ask, oh, why? Why can't I go on vacations now? Do you know something I don't know? Because when we force people to really explicitly state the stereotype and assumption that they are placing on you in the moment, a lot of times it makes people realize how rude and stupid they sound. Again, leading with curiosity over judgment. I don't do it every time. No one does it every time. Come on. We're human beings. It's natural for us to judge first, but it's also natural for us to be curious. And I do think a lot of times people mask their curiosity with judgment or with comments instead. And maybe it's just because they're not sure if it's okay to ask a question. They're not sure if it's okay to be so blatantly curious. And I respect that. I understand that. But that's when the normalization of discussion, real discussions of motherhood and pregnancy and postpartum and parenting and what all of this actually means and what is actually happening during these times. That's when that importance of normalization really comes into play. Because if it were normal for me to discuss my postpartum anxiety, I wouldn't feel judged and therefore I would be more forthcoming. And therefore the people asking me or the people who I'm talking to would have less judgment towards me because they would be receiving this information. Now I know I said I was going to keep it short. And I am. I'm still holding myself to that, partially because I actually have therapy in about 30 minutes, so I can't sit here. (laughs) But I really just felt the need to dedicate a whole episode to these harmful assumptions that are placed on parents, particularly moms, every single day. I have brought this up in probably close to every single episode. Many guests have brought these topics up and we've touched on it here and there, like a couple minutes here and there, but I've never dedicated an entire episode to how harmful it really is to not just the mom that you're talking to, not just the person that you're talking to in the moment, but to our society in general and our thinking as a society in general, how harmful it is to look down at motherhood. Because really, that's what people are doing. That's what you're doing. You're looking down on me. You're saying that I'm less than you because I had a baby. That's weird. That's what you're, and sure, a lot of people might say, oh my gosh, no, that's not what I mean. That's not my intention. There's intention. And then there's how a person is receiving it. You may be coming from a good place. Sure. Or maybe you're just, or maybe it's just ignorance. Sure. But it's so hurtful to the mom that you're talking to, to the parent that you're talking to. You're telling me 
Like what? I'm not cool because my kid watches Disney Plus. And so I couldn't possibly know about the latest season of Ozark because I guess like I'm just, you know, living under my childhood, my toddlerhood rock here. It's it's really kind of strange when we think about it. When we put it that way, it's very odd. Don't project your fears onto other people. That's not fair. If you are afraid that if you have a kid, your life will be nothing but kid TV shows. So don't do that. I watch more TV (laughs) than my child does. Like, trust me, my Netflix queue is still murder documentaries and comedies. Like, it's still Schitt's Creek and How to Catch a Killer, whatever the show is. Like, nothing has changed. Just because I pushed a baby out of my vagina doesn't mean that my life is over. Certainly doesn't mean I'm going to stop watching true crime stuff. You guys, come on. I'm going to start to wrap it up and just say that I have enjoyed having this podcast and meeting so many people and talking to so many people over the last year and a half. I cannot believe it's been a year and a half. We are officially going to be moving from North Carolina at the end of June or early, early July. So in just a few weeks. And I'm kind of just going to be using this move as an excuse to take a little summer break from the podcast. And I'm actually sad about it. Like, I don't want to, but I know I have to. Ever, You know, moving in general is just a lot. Uh, this is going to be our first time moving with our son because he wasn't here last time we moved. So it's it's going to be a lot. I'm not thrilled about where we're moving. We're going to make the best of it like we always do. It's what we do. Hope this doesn't come off as too ranty. You know, I can get on my, I can hop on my like feminist and mom soapbox so quick. I mean, I basically live there. Let's be honest. And that's okay. (laughs) Just remember when you're placing that stereotype on someone, that person is a human being. They have feelings. They have a life and thoughts and experiences that you have no idea of. Everyone is going through stuff that strangers, close friends, even close family members will never know about. Just be a little nicer and maybe stop boxing us in and making these assumptions. All right. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. This has been... (laughs) Why am I so corny? In my head, I just was like, this has been one hell of a ride. Yuck. (laughs) No, but it actually has. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you continue to listen after I come back from this break. Um, Probably thinking like August timeframe. You know, who knows? Just flying by the seat of my pants. I don't know what's going on. I'm also hoping by August, I will be ready to debut my birth class. I became a certified birth educator. So a lot of people kind of look at me like, what the fuck does that mean when I say that? Um, Birth class, like think Lamaze, you know, like the classic traditional that you've seen on TV and movies, except mine is going to be 10 times better. It's not going to just be how to change a diaper and, you know, breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. I The midwife that I learned under is an amazing person who 
emphasizes the connections between body and mind um, and really goes into detail of the physiology of birth and also talks about, you know, the fourth trimester postpartum. So it's going to be an all-encompassing um, series of classes. I'm going to be offering them in person and also virtually. It's going to be four or five weeks long, meeting once a week. I am really excited to introduce you guys to Not Your Mama's Birth Class because it's going to be very different and better than the birth class your mom probably took. That's going to be coming out in August. I'm really, really excited for it. It's very scary to, it's been like the imposter syndrome. Whew. I thought I had imposter syndrome doing the podcast, becoming a birth educator and, you know, like designing this course or these series of classes has been like imposter syndrome times 10. But I'm really excited for it. This is like my first leap into birth worker territory. Um, And this is something that I've wanted to do for a long time. So really excited about it. And I can't wait to tell you guys more about it. But in the meantime, we're going to be saying it's not goodbye. It's see you later. Going to be taking a quick break as we move. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. You guys have no idea how much I have loved this community and how much this community has really uh, kept me going in such a difficult two years. Living in a small town giving birth during a pandemic, and being isolated thanks to both of those things. I may not be publishing any new episodes for a little while, but I will still be on Instagram. So if you want to follow our moving stories and all that stuff, it's going to be on the podcast Instagram, which is Parent Tell. If you are looking for an episode topic that has not been covered yet and you would like it to be covered, go ahead and shoot me an email at parenttellpod at gmail.com. Looking forward to recording again soon, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye!